Hi, I'm Adam Radley. Let's talk about what social entrepreneurship is and how to get started. So what is social entrepreneurship? Well, there's a lot of definitions out there, but they're all very long and clumsy and vague. So I decided to create one that is a lot more simple and succinct. A social enterprise is an organization that focuses on having a positive social impact and it prioritizes its impact over its profits. For example, your average Fortune 500 company gives a fraction of 1% of its profits to charity. They're not doing this because they think it's the right thing to do or because they care about the charity. They do it to appear to be good corporate citizens with the expectation that it will improve their brand and improve their profits. So for these types of companies, this is just a marketing strategy designed to increase profits. A social enterprise is different because the calculation is reversed. The primary objective of a social enterprise is to maximize its impact and it will generate profits if generating profits helps it to maximize its impact. And in many cases, generating profits does in fact help you to maximize your impact. Now this obviously brings up a list of issues that need to be discussed in more detail. I'll do that in another video down the road. For now, let's just get clear about the fact that a genuine social enterprise prioritizes its impact over its profits. So what's this channel about? We'll discuss new technologies and new ways of thinking that will challenge our existing way of life. Challenges that the average person needs to be aware of, governments need to prepare for, journalists need to follow, and of course challenges that social entrepreneurs need to address. Now you're probably thinking, well, why should I listen to you? I'm gonna answer that question, but there's a few other things that need to be said. I've been talking about social entrepreneurship for a long time. All the way back in 2000, I created an event called World Reconciliation Day. I welcome Mr. Mandela to the stage to present him with a check for one million US dollars, Mr. Nelson Mandela. Reconciliation. It is one of the most important issues facing humankind. He taught me the meaning of perseverance. You represent everything that's right about the world. Africa, the architect of reconciliation, Mr. Nelson Mandela. But reconciliation must be in such a form that you can actually cut it with a knife. I spent the day with Nelson Mandela as we moved from one event to another, and it ended in a concert that was held in a football stadium. We received dedicated tributes from Samuel Jackson, Morgan Freeman, George Lucas, and a long list of others. Two former prime ministers showed up, and the company that I'd started with nothing had grown big enough to donate $1 million to Nelson Mandela's charity. All sounds pretty good, right? But I was criticized by the media for spending the company's money on non-core operations. Or to put it another way, I was accused of focusing too much on the social and not enough on the profit. Before this event, I'd created one of the world's first online education companies. It was effectively the K-12 curriculum presented in a digital, interactive format. The idea was to democratize education, make it available to everyone regardless of their background. We started promoting it with TV ads, but the return on investment was low. The World Reconciliation Day event provided an opportunity to promote the online education business in a different way. We promoted the event heavily to schools, students and parents. The event cost $5 million and generated $2 million of revenue, so we made a $3 million loss on the event. But we generated $15 million of free advertising for the online education business. And the value added to the brand was literally priceless. This is a much better financial result than would have been achieved if we just focused on buying ads. In the end, the commercial and social objectives were both achieved concurrently. 
Now your social entrepreneurship journey may or may not involve setting up concerts in football stadiums and donating large sums of money to the charity of iconic human rights leaders. But either way, there's an important lesson to be learned. And that lesson is, no good deed goes unpunished. And that's why it's critical for social entrepreneurs to be passionate about the projects that they pursue. If you want to get into more detail about why passion matters, watch my TEDx talk about how to find your passion. It has more than a million views, and I've included a link in the description. But this is the summary. Your passion is not some useless hobby that you use to pass the time. If you look at the actual definition of passion, you'll discover that the things that you're passionate about are the things that you feel strongly about. If you genuinely feel strongly about the project that you're pursuing as a social entrepreneur, you won't care about criticism and you won't give up when everything inevitably gets challenging. But this channel is about social entrepreneurship, so passion alone isn't enough. So I created a framework called the Theory of Pi. Pi stands for Passion, Income and Impact, and this framework should be ground zero for anybody that wants to be a social entrepreneur. The simple summary of the theory is this. If the thing that you're passionate about and the thing that you do to earn an income are the same, and it also has a positive impact, then you're much more likely to succeed, and more generally, you're living in the sweet spot of life. The important point here is that your social entrepreneurship project needs to meet all three criteria. Meeting one or two of the criteria isn't good enough. I'm going to release a more detailed video about the theory of pi in a few days. If you want me to send you an alert when I release new videos, click subscribe and also click the bell icon. If you don't click the bell icon, you won't receive the alerts. As for being criticized back in 2000 for pursuing social entrepreneurship, the good news is that times have changed and social entrepreneurship is much more acceptable now. But there is one thing that annoys me. Back when I was doing this, I was the odd one out. I was swimming against the tide and it was difficult. It was something that you only did if you felt strongly about it. Now, everybody wants to be a social entrepreneur, but I'm not convinced that everybody is genuine. There's a lot of older people that are very late to this party, and there's a lot of young people that are only going to this party because everybody else is already at the party. If we want to maintain the integrity of social entrepreneurship, we have to be prepared to call these people out. I'll make a more detailed video about this sometime down the road. I created I Imagine to help social entrepreneurs get started and grow and maximize their impact. It includes an idea management platform that allows people to crowdsource solutions to the world's biggest or smallest problems. I believe it's the most advanced platform in the world for developing and managing ideas within a community. The collaboration platform allows social entrepreneurs to connect with each other and grow their businesses by cross-promoting their products, services and causes to each other's followers. In most cases, this can be done for free. For people that want to get started on a small scale in their spare time, then grow into something much bigger down the road, I've also created a social entrepreneurship course. Finally, I Imagine is also a fully featured social network, so you can use it to connect with other social entrepreneurs. Most of the apps and tools on the platform are free, so go ahead and create an account and use it. I've included a link in the description. The other important point to make about I Imagine is that I'm doing literally exactly what you're doing. I'm creating a social enterprise just like you. I'm happy with some parts of my business and not happy with other parts of my business just like you. I'm going to have multiple successes and failures just like you. Over the years I've raised more than $100 million for my businesses. Businesses where I was the founder and CEO. 
not just an advisor or director or an early employee or consultant or whatever. Why does that matter? The reality is that the only people that know what it's like to have an idea, then turn the idea into reality, then have the courage to let everybody view it and use it, then deal with all of the subsequent highs and lows, is entrepreneurs and social entrepreneurs themselves. Not the financial and legal advisors, not somebody you know that works in a large corporation, not your friends and not your mother. My point being that you need to connect with people that are on the same journey. Social entrepreneurship involves money, but it's not about money. That's why social entrepreneurship is a movement. And every movement needs a community, and I imagine is that community. Everything I've said up until this point leads to a conclusion that you're probably already aware of. And that is that the future of humanity will be significantly influenced by the success or failure of social entrepreneurs like you and me. One way to increase the likelihood of success is to work together and the iImagine platform makes that possible. So follow this channel, create your free account on iImagine, and let's maximize our impact together. So with all of that said, I wanna finish this video with an important quote from Theodore Roosevelt that every social entrepreneur should be aware of. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls that know neither victory nor defeat.